Happy New Year! Let's hope it's a good one without any fear. Cool, man. Um, thanks for setting up today. Hey, no um, worries. I hope it works. Yeah, you, you've done a good job. I quite, I'm liking this angle, like this things, right um, angle. If things don't work. Well, it's probably my it's, fault. It's on you. I have realised that I don't have my production notes in front of me. Oh boy. Um, it's going to be a long episode. It is going to be long. It's already a long one. Seeing as you and Carly. Carly's here, by the way, ladies and gents. Carly, oh, hi, Carly. Do, do you want to say hi? hi? Oh, there we go. Hi in the background. We just had a, uh, yeah. a fiery debate about sugar. Sugar. <laughs> because that's how interesting things get, oh, you know? Yeah. Oh, boy. In Before we get on to our movies today, yeah. I just want to tell the folks at home. Go on. Or should I do the intro first? Doesn't that matter? You put, yeah. this, put this in wherever. Wherever. <laughs> um, everyone needs to go and see a movie called Free Solo. Oh, fuck's sakes. No. It is one of the most incredible... It's a documentary. One of the most incredible movies, full stop, I've ever seen. It's about a guy that climbs the biggest cliff face in the world. It's 3,000 feet uh, without a rope. And it is unbelievable. I've never watched a movie where I've genuinely been almost not <gasps> enjoying it. Yeah. Because I'm so nervous and anxious. I when you show when you text me yesterday and you show I I couldn't even watch the trailer. I was yeah. like, no, that's not happening. I liked it so much that I showed all my classes today the trailer of it, mm. and they were like in stunned silence. All right, do you want me to do the intro? As always, yeah. Hello, my name's Cameron, and I'm Shnara, and welcome back to the Homework Club. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. It is our Christmas episode. It is. Should um, we reveal the date or I'm, should we make them think that it's Christmas Day? It's just Christmas Day. Let's just leave it that. We've just opened yeah. our presents. Yeah. We're in our pyjamas. In our pyjamas. <laughs> Santa's just been. <laughs> the fire is roaring. The fire is roaring. What's, um, okay. He, I'm from Australia. Most yeah. of you, maybe you don't know, but I'm from Australia. Are you actually? Um, I think you're from New Zealand. Because it's on the opposite side of the world, it's actually hot. Yeah. In Christmas, mm. right? Weird, right? It is. It's like you were like you know in a globe or something. Lived in a globe. I was. I'm like saying a snow that. Snow globe. Yeah, like in a snow globe. No, the only reason I'm saying this is because some of the year 13s today were telling about the flat Earth Society. I, I was debunking that with my class. Today. I said you had to join everything because I'm on all of their stuff, right? Just because I love it so much. It's so fun. Come on, it's so fun. It's such a good read. It's such a good laugh. Just read their crap. No. It is. It's fun. Anyways, yeah. I was going to ask you, you about like your to, Christmas traditions. You just like to so like tell you my Christmas traditions. talk about sugar and debate with your friends, don't yeah, you, about carbs basically. and complex carbs, because that's interesting. Hey, I'll debate with you about the Flat Earth Society <laughs> stuff as well. I um, don't agree with them, Cameron. I don't know. I, mean, no, I, I don't know. Now I don't agree. It. Like, you know, I do believe Australia exists. So, my our Christmas tradition mm. is that, and we've done this since we were kids, and we still do it when we're at home. Is we wake up in the morning mm. and Santa has, we, we put these like um, empty pillowcases on the end of our bed. We yeah. wake up in the morning and they're oh, full of presents. Oh, because you didn't get stockings as kids because no, we you were stockings. neglected. We oh, stockings. But then you put a pillowcase mm. on the end of the bed and it, you wake up and it's full of presents. Yeah, because Santa went, um, mum and dad. But then you get to a certain cash. age mm. when you stay up later than mum and dad. <laughs> and then you go to bed and there's a pile of presents on yeah. your bed and you're like, wow, it's still nice, not as magic. We never um, had any Christmas traditions on account of not be- of being like massive muzzers, you know. So that. <laughs> um, we did um, have family gatherings. Now, Scott said to me, muzzer is an offensive term. It is, yeah. How is it an offensive term? I tell, I, I know a guy. 
don't know if he even listens to this, but I know it says that and I have to tell him off every time. But why? Who made it offensive? Because I don't think unless someone said, by the way, that's offensive, anyone would have thunk it. Sorry, but as a massive representation of all of Israel, like, I have to say, like I'm not Jew Muslim. can be offensive. Yeah, in context, if you said, oh, you dirty Jew. If you said you dirty muzzo. Yeah, but that's different, isn't it? It's like no, saying, it's the same thing no, then. but you've got a prefix and you've got the adjective defining the context of the word, sentence. If I said you're dirty alien, that's offensive. But if Aussie. I said, if I, all right, if I said you're just an Australian, you know, you're just a muzzo, you're just an Australian. Do you know what I mean? Who cares? Mm, anyways. Anyway, so, I don't so think it's the we go, well, then we take our pillowcases yeah. into mum and dad's room with all said, and we'd go around opening their presents. And then we'd go out and do the Christmas. No, we'd go out, and because it's hot, mm. we don't do a big Christmas lunch thing. Yeah. We have a big platter of fruit and mm. croissants and stuff. You said that last week with the disgusting cream alcohol drink. Ah, so. We have a grasshopper. That's what it's, yeah, and it's part it's creme de menthe, mm. part creme de KO, and part cream. Three, well, like three parts, like yeah. one of each part. And you put a bit of uh, cinnamon or nutmeg. And we drink those in the morning. <laughs> so you wake <laughs> up in the morning, you start drinking a cocktail. It was so good. That I've sounds a, minging. Now I've got a joke for you. Go on. To do with that. Go on. A grasshopper walks into a bar. Yeah. And the bartender says, you know, we have a drink named after you. Mm-hmm. And he says, what, Bill? <laughs> that's a good joke that's I love shit joke. jokes like that uh, and then we open our presents and yeah. then we just sit around drinking all day and then in Australia mm. and this is a huge part of it every year every single year without fail on Boxing Day there's a there's a, the, a test match cricket match mm. starts and so everyone like all you do on Boxing Day is sit around and watch the cricket it's the best it's the, the I don't know in the UK barbecue the in the UK the traditions have definitely changed since I was a kid because back in the olden days in, on Boxing Day nothing was open mm. right so it was literally so two day holiday stay, yeah yeah and because people it was, are back to work and stuff well now. this is the thing because it was a two day holiday all the family were around and we used to have like growing up. <clears throat> Um, my brothers and sisters are much older than me. I've only got twin sister. Then I had nieces mm. and they used to live in Cheshire. So they'd always come down for the holidays, right? And this is in my old house. And they'd come down and they'd bring with them bin bags of like duvets and stuff. And they would like line the floors That's cool. That's and we'd nice. all sleep together. That's awesome. Yeah. So we knew that Christmas day, because it's everyone's holiday at the end of the day, doesn't matter what industry you're in, everyone's going to be around. And so it's Boxing Day. And not having like a Christmas meal per se in my family would have like, food though because mm. we're brown that's what we'd like to do we like to eat right so just food and just it's that it's quite nice so we might not have had a christmas tree of presents but you know that's the same thing the same like, difference kind of like, yeah because the people the, just got together but that's the that's the real point of it yeah the, the tree and the get, presents and stuff yeah. is just an excuse to all be there like yeah. you know the, the 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 bit that's fun about christmas yeah is everyone's around everyone's having food and sharing food and drinks and just it is nice but i think like and then now you've got the boxing day sales and stuff and you just people just, get back out to the shops yeah and stuff. they just yeah. go out to the shops i don't know and like i don't know but it's different now as well because obviously scott's woman lives in the countryside yeah so things are very different over there so you have pubs that are open on christmas day and well, they're open well, for the first. But this few is hours. an English thing as well. Yes, yeah, so or, or I, not even English, well, like a no, British it's thing. No, it's a countryside thing. Yeah, because right? that's what because that's what Mayer's family yeah, does. Yeah, it's a countryside thing because I never knew about this. And my friend Adam, who now lives in Australia, by the way, he's like from Nottingham, which I suppose his class as basically the countryside, right? So he's from Nottingham, and he said his 
dad and his brother and him, they go to the pub every Christmas yeah. day in the morning. And this pub has been around for like many, many years. And they are open, I think, like 10 to 1 o'clock in the yeah, afternoon. And that it. is it. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you're not there goes, for the whole day. No. Yeah. You get up, you do a bit of family stuff mm. in the morning, you go to the pub, see all your friends, yep. come back home, yep. and exactly. then you're back to the family stuff. So, I think it's quite nice. Yeah, it's kind of like nice. check in with all your friends, happy Christmas, have a drink together. It's nice, but now we've got a new family tradition because like Scott's uncle, his birthday is actually on Christmas Day. Oh, really? Yeah, so every Christmas Eve, we go round to theirs for like that's a cool. that's family nice, get together. Yeah, so that's really nice. I quite like that because that feels quite Christmas, even though I'm a Grinch. So there's that. I love Christmas. I've, t- I've turned Scott into a Grinch, so like this year is like this is the worst Christmas of my life because I've never felt so unchristmassy ever. Have you got stuff up. You got a bauble and a drummer and a trumpeter on your I wall. I do. I've got lots of decorations. I did that. So the other day he came home. This is remember when I told you he went to yeah. his office drinks and he came home. He was like fucked up, right? Um, the next day, and he's like, I need to have a nap. So when he was having a nap, I put other stuff up. That's nice. I and know. Then he comes I'm a home good, and there's stuff good up partner, there. partner, right? Didn't notice half of it though, blind bastard. <laughs> Should we uh, get into crack it? On? Yeah, in we've got three movies to do here. Yeah, we have. We've and already it's been, been for fourteen freaking minutes. Jeez, Louise! People just just skip past this. Yeah, all of it. Well, you can't skip past it because you've just heard me say that. Yeah, you've listened to it all. They've already skipped past it, Cameron. Once you start talking about your fucking childhood, eyes glaze over, and people just skip past just it. Just because your eyes glaze over. <laughs> Some people want to hear. By the way, we are going to be drinking and eating throughout this podcast because it's our Christmas. It's like basically our work do, isn't it? It's like our work Christmas yeah, party. Exactly. So I recommended this one because I'm an idiot, right? And I was like, yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas. I love Tim Burton and like, you know, let's do this one. This is not an appropriate Christmas film at and, all. And it's weirdly, yeah, sort of anti-Christmas. It's very Halloween more yeah. than anything yeah. else. It's so, a weird one that takes those two holidays, which have nothing in common, mm-mm. and sort of mushes them together, and it's not really about either of them. No, it's more about some megalomaniac, really, just yeah. kind of like... It's all right, we can talk about the other two more. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, so Nightmare Before Elm Street, <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. Christmas yeah. Um, so it's a Tim Burton creation, and I watches from when I was a kid and I was fine, right? See, I think I watched it when I was an adult. When I say kid, like a teenager, like I'm not saying like a kid kid, but I didn't realise how old this film was. It's 1993, right? And that's older than Jumanji. What? If you put it into context. And Jumanji's old. It's freaking old, man. It's freaking old. Parish, man. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Sorry. So it's directed by Henry Selick, but obviously produced by Tim Burton. It's based on his original poem in uh, what which he wrote in 1982 and he was always fascinated by Halloween and Christmas and holidays as mm. a kid. So he wrote this three-page poem and at the time he was working as a feature um, animator for Disney, right? So he proposed, he pitched this idea to Disney and they kind of went for it and they kind of didn't and they kind of went for it and then actually it's too weird because you don't have particular though, especially yeah, yeah. and they're saying it is too scary for kids and we've just said this it's kind of really inappropriate yeah so they fired him jeez <laughs> right fired him and then get then he went on to do Beetlejuice and Batman and he was like hugely successful yeah, and then they were like well actually so he realised that Disney's still on the right so he approached him again they were like oh actually we do want actually to do we do want to do it like freaking hell so it was a it's a critical success and 
It but made, it, and it's very, it's very Tim Burton. Oh, of course. Like, I mean, it kind of defined Batman. It. Yeah, it kind of defined yeah. his kind of style. Yeah. Um. So, 18 million budget, as you can imagine, from a stop motion film. Um. And it made 76.2 million, which is excellent. And it was distributed by Buena Vista, so Disney's, you know, sister company or yeah. whatever it is. Um. I love stop motion. When I was at uni, I, I made quite a few stop motion films as well. Yeah, me and too. I loved it. I, it's, I used to do it's it. It's fantastic. Just at home, you just do it with the camera. Yeah, and... absolutely. It's absolutely fantastic. It's and so accessible. It is. This film, however, in 2006, and um, they relaunched this film, Disney, and they converted it from stop motion into 3D. And it was the first stop motion film ever get that done mm. and i reckon that the one that i watched recently was that 3d version because i was like this looks a bit odd it doesn't look stop motion it doesn't look cg it looks a bit strange like the background's quite flat yeah and the foreground's quite like real in that sense and the framing you know the clicky frames that i quite like in stop motion has gone so they did that um they had multiple stages throughout um, for filming purposes here and they constructed like over I think it was like over 200 puppets for this Jeez. just for the different facial features which I is just I just loved the amazing. I loved the style mm. of the characters yeah like the big heads and the sums and yeah. stuff it's such a distinct I think it really look. defined him yeah then, yeah because that was his first one really yeah. wasn't it because Corpse Bride came out much later yeah. than this so yeah 227 puppets that's what it said wow and Jack Skellington, the main character, he had around 400 heads. See, I wonder... Sorry, this is a little bit off topic, but mm. I wonder whether his name mm. has ruined kids' vocabulary. I have kids in my classes saying Skellington instead of skele- Skeleton. So skeleton. We ha- I brought mm, a Skeleton I? in mm. and they're like, oh, whoa, a Skellington. Mm. I'm like, oh, you I don't it. know. I've always heard kids saying Skellington, and a lot of them probably wouldn't have watched this film. Especially our kids when they're what that. What a age. weird way! Like, what a weird wrong way to say things. Though. Yeah, it's like you're adding so many extra letters in. Yeah, but it's like when, you, when kids write banana, it's like it just goes on forever. Banana, 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 yeah. banana, banana. But I get that because you're like, well, <laughs> where does it, does it stop? Does it stop? <laughs> yeah, I understand. Especially because you're primary school yeah. teacher. <laughs> No, no kids. I, you know what? You're a really nice guy. But now that I actually know you, I just can't imagine you as a primary school teacher. Like the frustration that you might have felt with like small kids. Less than these ones, I reckon. Yeah, but do you think so? Yeah. Would you go back? Probably. If I could just teach science, I'd mm. go back. They are trying to do that, aren't they? They're introducing STEM in. That, yeah. No, no, not private. Oh, so they're trying to introduce the STEM into primary schools now, simply mm. just to like reduce that gap for yeah, like, women the gap's in really STEM. Bad. Mm. Absolutely. Anyways, so this film is about a monster, Jack Skellington, who is the king of the pumpkin king. So basically, of Hall- king, of Halloween. king of Halloween. Yeah. Town. Um, and the job for all of these pe- monsters are to cause nightmares. Well, it's basically. cool, isn't it? Because like they're. The, the holiday is the whole town. Like the yeah. whole town's is, focus. Yeah, it's that holiday. Halloween. And they scare people, have nightmares. And I love that opening song. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. And so that's what he does. And then by accident, he goes through this one door and he finds Christmas Town. And he's like, what the hell is this? And it was amazing. And he loves it. And he's like, right. And there's someone called Sandy Claus. And then the plan is to kidnap Santa so he could be Santa and he wants to spread joy, but he's a monster. 
So he doesn't really know how to do it. Yeah, it's this also, weird thing yeah. between like, it, it kind of was trying to present this contrast of saying like Halloween is all about kind of scaring people and yeah. almost being negative to mm-hmm. people, whereas Christmas is all about bringing joy and happiness. Yeah. And he was kind of like, well, let's try and bring some of that over here. Yeah. And, but then he then he was like, let's try and bring the scariness to Christmas. Yeah, in the end. as well. It's very strange because I said this was a Christmas movie and then I kind of had the kind of initial reservation that Disney had, which was this is really not suitable. It's very creepy. Mm. And this character who seems on paper to be the, you know, the typical, you know, troubled character that you have in Disney films, you know, you know, someone who just wants a bit of a change and you see it in like he's he's not mermaid happy with what he's doing and Beauty and Beast yeah. and all these kind of films. He's a me- he's a megalomaniac. He really is. He's yeah. so so self obsessed, and it has to be his way. And he's about to ruin everything in order for it to go his way. Yeah. And when she the so there's another character in there as well, and she falls in love with him. Sally. She, Sally, and she is kind of like Frankenstein's wife, right? Like a rag like, doll. Yeah. Frankenstein rag And her thing. weird keeper, her like the her creator. Who I was like, is that meant to be a platypus? Yeah. He's so weird and creepy looking, right? It's like yeah. weird. And like, it's obviously highly sexualized. You know, he's got her locked up and she keeps trying to like, with deadly nightshade, she keeps trying to poison him and escape. She finally escapes and then she's in love with Jack and she like, you know, goes to him and then she's like, you can't do this. Like, we can't do this. Because he's demanding so much from the townspeople. Yeah. And she's the first one to turn against him saying, you know, no, I'm going to say no to you. And I thought that was really interesting because... For a kids' film, I keep doing the. It's air like quotes. real deep. Sort yeah, of it's like a weird relationship. Things yeah, to be dealing with. Absolutely. However, animation-wise, setting-wise, one hundred percent Christmas movie. Like, yeah. it's gorgeous. Okay, well, I was thinking, would you watch this at Christmas? Probably it's, not. But would? But I don't know if you'd even watch it at Halloween because no. it's not really a Halloween it's, movie it's either. It's a very dark film. I it's think kind of a standalone. You almost need to watch it. <laughs> on the exact midpoint between Christmas and Halloween. I think so. Because I have Halloween in it. I, do you know not. what would have been cool? And then it kind of would have made it more, even more general. Mm. As if they ended up in like Easter Town and like... Because I had the Easter Val- Bunny, don't and, like, they? Valentine's Town. And you know, you yeah. could have all the different holidays as towns that stuff is going on. It is... I found Jack's character very interesting. It was Johnny Depp, wasn't I it? I think... Hey, No. It? No, it wasn't Joan Depp. It was. Give me one second. It's the guy that sang it. He also voiced the character as well. He wrote the score for the... Um, no, Danny Alfman wrote the songs and score and provided the singing voice. And oh. Chris Arendon was the... Was the speaking voice. Yeah, speaking voice. I just voice. assumed that... Yeah, yeah, you would, but it's not. He's yeah. got a different voice. But I really liked his character because he's the Pumpkin King. And he's got his loyal subjects, right? He's the man. He's the man. He's got his loyal subjects. So when he decides that he's going to change everything, he just expects, he has this expectation that people are just going to follow him. But then then people do stuff for him. Like he has his little minions lock, stock and barrel, lock, shock and barrel. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But then they they do what he says. But then it kind of goes wrong because then they take Santa away. Like they go and kidnap Santa because he wants to replace Santa. Those masks on those little kids was creepy as hell. Like I couldn't even look. Now I okay get this. I think he is the perfect example of a benevolent dictator, Jack, because he's very kind and generous, right? Until things go wrong, and that's when he gets like really demanding, yeah. and things have to go his way. But he also asks people to go and kidnap someone from another. Oh yeah, he's a dictator. Place. 
Yeah, but that's not benevolent. No, benevolent he is good it, to everybody then. Yeah, to a point. He's still a dictator. No, but that's not benevolent then. Yeah, but that's, that's the oxymoron of the phrase, isn't it? You can't be a benevolent dictator, then you wouldn't be a dictator in the first place. Yeah, but I don't think he's even benevolent. No. He is a dictator. He is a dictator. Yeah, I do stand by uh, what I said. Because then he takes them and they accidentally take him to the boogeyman. Yeah. Boogie. Uh, and who is tries like to kill a psycho mm. who tries to kill Santa. That was really creepy with the... I was like, what is it meant to be? This like green monster thing who kind of reminded me of... What was it? Hercules' Hades. Yeah. Did you get yeah, that, I get that as well? Yeah. And also in the whole premise of this, like monsters think, right? You know, the monsters going through the doors, yeah. nightmares. I was like, hmm, okay. So Hades in Hercules, which obviously we know from mythology, Hades is like completely normal and just like a dude, right? Just a dude that has just, to run that yeah. stuff. Um but the evilness of the Hades portrayed in Hercules really comes through in that song sequence. Yeah. I do Again, focusing on like Sally and her keeper, that was a very, very strange thing to have in a kid's film because you can't deny the sexual content. You just can't deny it. You can't can't just go, oh, actually, yeah, it's like really subtle. It's not. It kind of takes away from it being a kid's movie. Yeah, because it's really (laughs) obvious. Because he's like, oh, if you're good and the kind of stuff he says and he locks her up and he makes her dress in a certain way and look in a certain way and just think... What the hell? Yeah, I but agree. Yeah. I do have a question for you, though. It's, um, I think, I don't know, it's a phenomena. I don't know whether I'm going to be able to answer it. Why are train sets associated with Christmas? I think because they are like a standard toy. You know when, you know when people, like, if you, if you do look for a clip art of toys, mm. you get blocks, a ball, a train set, and like a bear. Yeah, but Those are like toys. Yeah, but you don't get ball and bear for Christmas. You get train set. Like, no, but that's the thing. Like when you get a present, when you get, when you get toys for presents, those are the toys you get. I can, I can. Uh, that's that's is where that it. Comes it? From. Yeah, really. It's not very deep. No, it's not. And that's bullshit. No, I, bullshit. I, I, no, I think you're just like you're just putting out your ass. No, I'm not. I've thought about this before. I don't think you have. I have. I doubt you have. Because yeah, I'm because the first person that ever thought that in the world. Yeah, sure. Obviously, All right. obviously. I am literally the first person that ever thought it the way I thought it. Thunk it. Probably not. For, I am because it's my brain, it's my head, it's my order of words. Thank you very much. It's the way my unique brain processes information. Thank you. Sure. Yeah. As a science teacher, you should know that's true. Well, it's the way your brain you know. processes information. Go on, carry on. Um, well, I was going to say, what do you what do you think then? This was a weird one because it kind of like rewatching it kind of stumped us both yeah. as to whether it's even a Christmas movie. I don't think it is. So, would what you, makes it a Christmas? What makes well, a, they, they have that question? It's, it's don't you? funny though because it's like it explicitly has deals with Christmas. Christmas. Has Christmas in the title? The setting is Christmas. You have Christmas Town, and yet it's not a Christmas film. But then people argue that Die Hard, yeah, is a Christmas film. Yeah, and it well, this is, is a just debate, literally isn't it? What set came at first, Christmas. Yeah, what came first, Die Hard or Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah, or like is Die Hard a Christmas film or not? This, the question with Die Hard, I think, will have critics arguing forevermore. Whereas with Nightmare on... Nightmare on... I keep saying Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare Before Christmas. I think because of its content, because of its subject matter and the way it's dealt with it, it doesn't make it a Christmas film because it's not about being happy it's, and blah, but, blah, blah. But what other movie? Name me one movie mm. 
that's not about Christmas that has Christmas featured so prominently? Yeah. So I thought. I'm talking about Die Hard. I'm talking about. No, the, I'm talking about Nightmare Before yeah. Christmas. What other movie? Because it. <clears throat> oh, you're talking about Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. 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 So it. Prominently deals with Christmas. I know, but yeah, it's Christmas still town. not a Christmas. It's film. got Christmas, but why? But that's that's what I was getting to because I think a Christmas film has to have certain ingredients. Yeah, one thing ingredients happiness, right? There's it's some all, happiness at the end. Yeah, and he yeah. goes and sees Christmas Town. Okay. And he's like, "Wow, everyone's so happy. This is good." Mm, I don't know. I think it's too dark for it to that ending to just like redeem itself, basically, because you know. Um, Oh, what's that film like, you know, when the angel comes? It's a wonderful life. Yeah. Again, very dark subject matter, right? In so much as he tries to kill himself. but every And, you know, all the crap that happens in his life and it's quite sad. But at the same time, you know, the happiness and the fact that, you know, he changes and he has this massive character arc, etc. He kind of redeems himself. The ending of Nightmare um, Before Christmas, does I don't feel like it redeems itself. I still think that in about a few days' time, He's just going to go back to, like, you know, pining mm, for something more. I guess. I don't think his character was significant enough for but it to But what does that have to do with being a Christmas movie? Because that's what Christmas is about. Think about Scrooge. What happened to Scrooge, okay? That sets the tone, okay? It's all about changing. It's all about thinking about the other. It's all about, like, going, yay! Like, let's be happy. I yeah, right? I guess Good that's deeds. So bad. And that's I so think bad. that's what, like, a Christmas film is about. So, which turns us on to... Right, like, what are the ingredients of a good Christmas film? First of all, I think well, it needs to I have can... a happy ending, right? Okay, let's let's hold it. And there. not like a naughty happy ending. Let's hold that there, <laughs> and come back to that yeah. when we talk about Home Alone. Okay, because we 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 picked Home Alone. We probably should have told the movies we picked. Before oh yeah, actually, we should have. We're not on it today. Um, we're in like party we picked, mood. We, yeah. we picked a movie each, and then we also picked Home Alone because we said it's that a quintessential. Like Home Alone is hands down undisputed. No, yeah. no one can yeah. it. It's the best Christmas yeah. movie ever. Just is. There's no, there's no argument. Yeah. Like we said with Disney, Lion King was the best, so we did other ones. We yeah. probably should have talked about that and why it was so good. Yeah. So at the end, we're going to talk about why Home Alone yeah. is the best. What makes it the best? Yeah. Um, should we move on to my movie now? Yes. Now, uh, thank you now, for we this. Should give you a uh, a rating? Well, as a movie, <laughs> as a movie, it's great. Probably an A. Yeah, because it's a fantastic. Movie, it does. I don't think. I don't think we can even rate it. It just, it's oh, like... No, no grey. No, it's oh, like... It's like, like a U. It's, no, not even a U. It's really difficult. It's a like kind of... You didn't it's, take the it's, test. It's like the kind of shit that you go and show the teachers. Like, I don't know what to give this kid. Like, today, for example, when I was doing, like, marking, exam marking, I was like, they've got a lot of solid points that haven't answered the question, though. They've kind of talked about social context <laughs> and not conventions, like... I don't know what to do here. Yeah, that's fair. Because it's a really so we good get, answer. So we're going to give it not a grade. Yeah, we're, we're going to send it back to the examiners. And we're going to uh. ask them to like have a look at this one. All now, right. this one, Jingle All The Way. Yeah, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. Just Go wait. on. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. has 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. I'm going to give you one guess of what Jingle All The Way has. I don't know, have you one, checked? 1%? 16 percent yeah and rightly fucking so thank you for that i now ladies and gents we all know that i am a massive grinch i don't have like never happiness, <laughs> doesn't like fun i don't like anything except for food but, and you but baby to be fair mm. home alone only has 63 percent and it's the best christmas movie there is you know what fuck them right fuck all those people that you know put yeah right on right on Shadara. kill him get him <laughs> yeah it's like look why do you oh Carly's jo- <laughs> she's joining in <laughs> why are they like ruining Christmas why are they ruining our childhood you know what I bet it's the millennials I bet 
spit you anything. They are like thumbed down friends, right? The millennials complaining about how like TDFs, freaking homophobic friends is, and how like anti like diversity is like screw you, man. This is early nineties. It, it is pretty. Um, no, it's not. Anyway, it's, yeah. oh, we're not we're not going into that now. So, um, jingle this- all the way. I picked jingle all the way Fricky, for Do you know Fricky. what? I actually, I genuinely, mm. you know, how some movies you you like. Oh, watch this movie. Yeah. Pretty, I genuinely enjoyed this movie. I can't believe you did. I watched it at the gym the other day. You I know, this featured on, like I said to you, on how did this get made? Yeah. Because how did you, how did you even pitch this idea? How, it's like Gogglebox, yeah? I'll explain like, to you I, how. I'm, Did you I'm, listen to the How Did This Get Made episode? Uh, a little bit, but I didn't really bother. I'll, I'll, no, it's like I'll Gogglebox. Imagine pitching Gogglebox, right? I'm going to create a reality TV show about people watching TV and reacting to it. Yeah. Everyday people, full-on munters, full-on weirdos, families even, sometimes even pets. <laughs> and Channel 4 went, you know what? What a brilliant idea. Let's pump some more crap out there. And I feel like Jingle All The Way is on that level. No. It's no. Not. Okay. Um, Go on. So, Jingle All The Way. Your favourite film in the world. My favourite film in the world is a 1996 mm. American family comedy. And boy, is it. <laughs> no, it's not. Film directed by Brian Levant. Yeah. It cost $75 million to Fucking make. hell. What did they that spend that on? Just under what bloody... Nightmare Before Christmas well, Nightmare made. Before it like, no, it cost that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it made. Yeah. This made, made 129 million. So it, it made a profit. Now, you said, how did this get made? Mm. It was genuinely designed to be one long ad. They were going to make Turbo Man dolls. Yeah. And make this movie be like an ad for the toy. That's how it got made. That's how they would have pitched it. Bloody hell. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. So, the story follows deadbeat dad. No, no, deadbeat dad. He's a he's a successful... He's I don't a think he's a deadbeat. No, but he's, a, he's a bit of a neglected father. He's a neglectful father. No. He's too busy with work. No, you know what? That little kid, right, is A, so unbelievably materialistic, right? That's all he cares about. Oh, come about. on. It's Christmas and he wants a toy. I don't give a crap. Has. Okay. He and wants the toy. Ba- and he wants the toy. And... He's such a crap actor. Like, he really irritated me. Like, I just didn't give oh, a shit whether you're I was like, freaking Okay, toy. shush. Go on, carry on. I like your favorite film. Sorry. He, he gets home. Mm. You know, all over the news is that Turbo Man is the, the coolest show and there's a toy for it. And she gets home. He gets home from work on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And his wife's like, well... Thank God you bought that Turbo Man weeks ago because it's all sold out. Yeah, I reminded goes, you two weeks ago. Yeah, and he goes, Ugh! and it's like the on his face, yeah. like, what? Right, I just have to say, that was a moment when I was like, this film is a load of fucking crap, okay? That is the most unrealistic situation, right? Think, no, it's not. No, think about it, okay? A wife, right, who is fully well aware that her husband continuously lets her down, lets down the sun, doesn't remind him, him more than twice in two weeks. Are you mad? Are you absolutely freaking mad? That would never happen. She would have got it herself. That's true. Yeah. So the entire disruption is bullshit. But carry on. Carry on with your favourite film. That's what I just said. She no. could have just got it herself. But anyway, um, you carry on with your analysis anyways, of this one. Go on. on no, it's Christmas Eve that he goes off. To yes, it's Christmas him. Eve. Christmas Eve. No, the day that he... Yeah, yeah. Christmas yeah. Eve Eve, she yeah. says, luckily you've bought one because mm, they're mm, all sold out. And he panics. And the majority of the film, 
actually, the whole film mm. is him running around the city trying to buy one of these toys. Yeah, with his weird fr- with that guy that he bumps into. What's his the name again? Sinbad, the uh, Myron, Myron, the mailman, who is so, a psychopath, by the way. You know that was going to be speaking of Home Alone. That was going to be Joe Pesci. Really? So it was, it, he was supposed to be in it. Oh. He was supposed to be the mailman. Yeah. And then he couldn't for whatever reason. Because he's um, a psychopath. So he he goes around the town and it's like you can't get it anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and it ends up, the climax of the movie is that they've been talking about this parade the whole time. And he goes to the parade and he walks into a room running away from the police and he accidentally gets completely suited up as a Turbo Man like actor with a working jetpack discs shooting suit thing. And because that happens. Yeah, and he ends up he ends up yeah. on the float for Turbo Man. Yep. And he gets to give his kid one and he has a fight with the with Sinbad who ends up being the bad guy. Yeah. Because that was yeah. But it is it is so good. Come on, yeah, it's it such is a lighthearted not, fun okay, adventure. It is not good. A few little plot details. First of all, Christmas Eve seems to go on for fucking ever. Yeah. You can actually see dusk. You can actually see dusk and suddenly it's meant to be one afternoon well, when they the, go to the parade. The parade's supposed to be like two or three in the yeah, afternoon. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's like, he done, has done, done so much. Like three days worth yeah, of stuff. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, what? He's weird. So this guy, this postman guy, who's got this weird complex about being a postman? And he says some really adult stuff. He talks about the, his like ex-wife or the mother of his kids mm. sleeping with everybody at the post yeah, office. Yeah, except, except for him. him. Yeah. And it's meant to be you, this film, isn't it? You just think, what? Yeah. Yeah. And he has some weird line about like um, sickle cell. He's got like a, like one of his letters has mm. like, I don't know. He says some really he weird He's a strange stuff. character. And so he, for some reason, because, you know, this happens, starts talking to Arnold Schwarzenegger in um, the queue. I think you're saying that wrong. Um, <laughs> Schwarzenegger? I never can say it. What is it? Arnie. Just say Arnie. Arnie. What is it? Say you say it. Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. I don't know. You don't know either, you dickhead. <laughs> right. So he starts talking the queue and then Arnie's a little bit rude actually to me. He's like, dude, like, do you mind? Like, I'm busy yeah, waiting. He's <laughs> like, a dick. Yeah, but Arnie like, is a dick. He's a dick in this movie. Not really. He is. He's not a dick. He's just like a bit tense, right? And then he grabs this old lady, like the Marion, he grabs the old lady and starts like, you know, like throttling her. Yeah. It's like, and then what? the scene, I love the scene in the Mall of America where they go and they yeah. they say, okay, we've got we've got another. He he hears a rumor that there's a um, they've got some at another store because it's sold out everywhere. And they go to the store and they say, all right, everyone's gonna get a little rubber ball with a number on, it, and then we'll pull yep. a name out and we'll get it. And then they, it's like a what five minute scene of him chasing that ball through the mall. Yeah, chasing the kid. And then he finds that little kid who, and he goes, little girl, give me the ball. I was like, is that a little girl? Little girl. I thought that was. A boy. Was a boy too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, so, so much shit happens and it's meant to be just like this really early afternoon. At the end of the film, when he's talking to his wife and his child and he's got a very distinct accent at the end of the day and yeah. they're like, I wish my daddy was here. Like, really? Because you don't recognise your father's voice, Austrian you Austrian bodybuilder up on yeah. the float. Like, are you stupid? Like, I know you're like this like little kid that wants a toy, but you're fucking stupid. Right? You don't deserve a toy. I'm so angry. You know what? His wife, what an idiot. What an for idiot. being to- with him. Yeah, no, for just existing. Because she was just like, yeah, I wish my husband was here. Yeah. You know? 
Uh, what do you think of the neighbor? The neighbor was creepy, man. He was, he was dark. Like, so you know when he sends her off to the shower, he's like, mm, "Go and have a shower," and like you and know, calls, clean so, yourself. And then Arnie calls him. No, up. no, no. Just before oh. that, when the kids are making noise, like stop that noise in the background. So yeah. you can see that he's actually got a really Good dark, dark side. side. Yeah. And then Arnie calls him, and the neighbor answers, mm. and he's like having this weird, like orgasmic moment with yeah. the group. Oh, these cookies! I had that moment with Gammon. Mm. But then Arnie's like, put that cookie down. <laughs> it's my cookie. Yeah. It's my cookie in my house. So you know who that guy is, <laughs> the actor is? It's Phil Hartman. Okay. And he was the voice of Troy McClure in The Simpsons. Oh. And he was, he was in news radio. Mm. And he um, got shot by his wife. He got shot and killed by his wife. It was, re- it was like a really messed up story. He was in like a really abusive relationship and then she shot and killed him. Really gnarly. Um, when did that happen? You should listen to, I think it's um, the Joe Rogan podcast, maybe with Nick Kroll. Mm. And they're oh, talking Scott about that. And it was yeah. so. Because I didn't know much about it. No. Because Joe to. Rogan was on news radio and worked with Phil Hartman. And he was in a. Domestic. Yeah, yeah, like she was really hot. Like, and he hit it all. He hit it from everybody. Well, this is a thing, isn't it? Like, we've spoken about this before. I'm sorry to go off topic. Like, you know, male domestic abuse cases oh, are yeah. so high. And. This year, they've surpassed female. No way. Yeah, because now, finally, they're including homosexual relationships uh, too. Yeah. And especially, and they realise, because of that barrier of like people approaching police because they're homosexual or gay, whatever they are, then they're not reporting anything, mm. right? So now, I was like, how skewed are these data samples then? You know, like... You've like neglected to admit an entire group of people yeah. because they happen to be gay. You're stupid. Yeah. And I remember when I used to work, and this is back in Aberdeen, and there was a guy who was in, like, his girlfriend used to hit him, yeah. right? And she was taller than him. And it was only when she was drunk, right? And he's like, I tell, like, my friends, and they just laugh at me. I was like, dude, you need to get out of this. Mm. Because it's Big not time. it's yeah, not yeah. okay to hit anyone. Like, it's just not okay. No. The only time it's okay is when you're soccer bopping someone, right? And that's acceptable. That's the thing, the, kid, the kids at school, and they have this... And I know, like, I know, because I remember people when I was in school, who said, they said, oh, you know, you can't hit a girl. A yeah. guy can't hit a girl. Don't hit anybody. Yeah, I think I've don't. said this on here before. Just don't hit anybody. If, like, a proper rough-ass, like, girl came up to, like, you and hit you in the face, you would punch her back. Like, But but why do you have to punch someone back? No, people but... Say if, people say, I did it in defense. Mm. Defense isn't punching someone back. No, I'm saying, like, if someone did that to you... If you hit them back, do you know what I'm trying to say? It's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like because she's a girl, oh, it's yeah. because she hit you. And I think that's a, it's a major difference, isn't it? Where we perceive yeah, big time. these kind of situations. Yeah, you're right though. No one should hit anyone. Anybody. Phil, anyway, Phil Hartman. Yeah, really yeah, sad. He was, that's really and, sad. And that's the yeah. thing. Like, yes, he was really creepy, but he's a good actor. Mm. Like he, he yeah. did that role. He's so much better than Arnie. Even she got pissed off when he put the star on the tree. Yeah. Cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, job. what time is this? Yeah. It's dusk. You can see it's dusk, right? Yeah. I don't know why they decided to make it last for so long. You could have done it over two days. Yeah, like Christmas Eve. He could have, Eve, gone, he could have gone home Eve. halfway through, gone home, like yeah. dejected that he couldn't get it, and then be like, and then maybe even like sneak out at five in the morning to go and do it. Because then he goes back to the he goes back to the house and nobody's there, Mm-mm. and he has to sneak into the neighbor's house, and he says he's going to steal. Johnny's, yeah, and then he has to punch the reindeer. That was a good scene. Yeah, and then reindeer says "ouch," and then he accidentally like knocks over a thing and tries to set fire. Like, well, he does set fire, fire doesn't he? Yeah, because that happened. Um, yeah, so, so and then good, hey. and, no, it's not so good. Hey, it was yeah, it was that scene with the Santas. 
Oh, I was just about to go into that. Okay. So they've got this illegal... Toy ring. Yeah, where they're like marking up wanted toys and selling them on. And they're all like fake stuff anyway. But they're all decide, you know, they're all dressed, still dressed in Santa and elf outfits. And they're like dwarves and like fat <laughs> men. And go back and listen to the rest of the How Did This Get Made oh episode. Because they say, they talk about that. They're like, this is Christmas Eve. Mm. They've made too many toys. Yeah. And lots of the toys in the background are like big bears or like rubber balls. Those things aren't selling out that people need to come buy black market versions of them. No. They're not. They have made too many toys and it's it's weird, isn't it? It's like why it's you a really weird dre- scene. Yeah. That's it's a really like why are you still dressed in your outfits, dudes? <laughs> that scene that scene kinda takes it from kind of believable to really Could, like well, fan- up until then it was believable. No, but was you know it? what I mean? Yeah? Like okay. it's just a guy trying to find a toy up yeah. until then. And then he goes into this weird workshop where all the criminals are dressed as Santa. Yeah. Then he has to fight all the Santas. Yes. Then he pretends to be a cop with a toy with, badge. Yeah. And, and that's believable. And that was no, that whole bit was mm. like what? No, I mean like, you know, they believe the toy badge. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he flashed the toy but, badge. But what I, I, I think that scene mm. is absolute insanity where, you know, going to the mall or whatever is like, okay, that could happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it, and, and it fighting sort of, a little girl in the ball pit could also happen. Well, yeah. Yeah. And she ate the ball. That was weird. Yeah. I'm not, a, fight? Per- I'm not a pervert. <laughs> that was would, funny. Would you fight? And also, that's another thing. Why are all those moms with little kids on Christmas Eve in a mall? That Why would not anybody anywhere that they're yeah. doing. Like, yeah, none of them but, should be doing that. Yeah, because you know, usually, okay, if we're just like thinking about traditional gender roles here, right? Okay, let's get a little bit sexist. Doing the shopping. Let, Shopping should have been done, woman. Well, maybe they're bad Should parents. have been done. Maybe they are bad, bad parents. You know what this film was? It was an example of what, what not to do and how... like Not, not to, to do it. <laughs> not to do it, exactly. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and yeah, he be... turns into Turbo Man at the end and he fights Sinbad, who... Like, he fights Myra and the yeah. Mailman. So, Myra, Myra has also blown up a police station with a bomb. Yeah. So he, he was like a, a terrorist. A psychopath. Yeah, yeah. So, he takes a package he goes is, there's going to be a bomb in there and it turns out to be a fake and then it turns out actually no he's a, like a weird psychopath terrorist yeah. and he did just blow up a like oh and by the way that bomb exploding in someone's hand and all you have a black face are you a cartoon that yeah that's yeah, funny though that's cartoon logic though you can't apply cartoon logic so to real human that, beings that police officer yeah who keeps who keeps back, he, yeah. you know he, and he did all those things he was on the police float at the end mm. he was like the head guy of the police float but moments before that, he was getting coffee for everybody. Yeah. And then the door, like, then he got knocked over and he spilled the coffee all over him. Why was he, at the same time, the most important police officer to be on the top of the float and the one running to get everybody coffee? Because, Cameron, you are using logic here for this <laughs> crock shit of a film. But, so then in the end, he becomes, so Myron ends up in the bad guy's mm. suit and Arnie ends up in the Turbo Man suit. Yeah. And they have this big epic fight. And can like fight. fly it perfectly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah because course. obviously. But the big finale is that uh, he goes to give him the toy. Like he gives him the toy because he gets to pick one kid to give the toy to. And he gives it to Jamie. Nepotism. Yeah. And he gives it to him. Mm. And then at the end he says, why would I want this toy when Turbo Man's my dad? And he gives the toy back to the bad guy. And I was like, well, you'd still want the toy. And the kid's an idiot because obviously the guy, like, dad's gonna have to give the suit back. I told you the kid's an idiot. This and this is this is why I thought your argument before was a bit skewed because this you cannot deny that this is a Christmas movie. Yeah, this is a this, it is only Christmas. 
But even this has no arc. No. Because <laughs> he doesn't become a better person. Like he saves, he no. saves his kid, but, but he this, wouldn't have ever. But he this isn't ever overshadowed. This is not overshadowed with the dark subject matter. This subject matter is light, and yeah. I was gonna say that when you really interrupted me, it's really important. Then that in Christmas films, in order to keep that light, it needs to stay light. The subject matter needs to be light. Yeah. Whereas and there was a in, happy ending. Yeah, exactly. Whereas in Nightmare Before Christmas, it was dark all the way through. Even the bloody lighting was that entire. Everything was dark about that film. Yeah. It's set in the underworld, you know, this weird monster world at the end day. Even Monsters, Inc. was brighter than, yeah. you know. Well, Monsters, Inc. turned weird. it all on its head, Yeah, exactly. It? Whereas this one, Nightmare Before Christmas, um, Nightmare Before Christmas Street, <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas, <laughs> it's completely dark. Jingle All The Way is one of the worst films I have ever seen in my life. And yet, it's still light. So I'm going to So it's still good? No, it's still a Christmas film. It's terrible mm. and horrible. Uh, no. But yeah. Do you know there's a sequel? Yes, I, I I know that because, you know, let's just produce some more shit. That's got to be worse. So when you say this is the worst film ever, that's got to be worse. But then again, I have to question, you know, like shows like Sex and the City exist and that's, you know, Carrie Bradshaw just talking about herself and being a shit human being and, you know, how many seasons and how many films there are. And it's so bad that even the actors themselves hate each other, you know? So, yeah. Um, I'm going to give you one guess at the budget for Jingle All The Way to... Is it perhaps... The budget, not yeah. what it made. Is it perhaps six figures? What? Is it Is it like... Is it perhaps six figures, what I'm saying? Like, is it like like 100, 100 no. mil? Oh, no. No, Five the mil. budget. Really? How did it go from 75 to five? They didn't five. use any of the same people. It doesn't... As far as I can see, it doesn't have a rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, That's because no one's seen it. Hang on, here we go. It doesn't. It doesn't have a critics... No consensus yet from the critics. When was that released? 2014. That's... That means it was, it was so... That means it must have... Well, I've never seen... <laughs> I've never seen a movie without a rating. <laughs> it's like... It's like uh, we have to send it back. <laughs> That's wild. Oh, shall we move on? Yes. Come okay, on. so to we so piece we pièce de résistance. Can you do it again but more French? Le pièce de résistance. Can you do it Frencher but softer? The pièce de résistance. Now sexier. The pièce de résistance. Now can you sound like a man? The like pièce no, no, de no. Resistance. You haven't let me finish. No. Can you sound like a man who's just falling in love and is anticipating making love for the first time? The pièce de résistance. Nailed it. Okay, so we have said that Home Alone, the classic that it is, is the ultimate Christmas film. Now, I know people that watch this on the 1st of December every year, and they have done since it released. But and why not? Why how many, how many times do you think you've watched it? Oh, I don't know. I actually don't know. Probably count. Like, you know. It's always at on, least, though. At yeah. least probably 20 times. Yeah, at least. And I'd watch it. To, I'd Tonight, watch it again. Yeah. I'd watch it again. Like, it is brilliant. And so we said this is the ultimate Christmas film, and because we believe now that Christmas films have to have certain conventions. Straight away, we're going to say Christmas films need to have light. Yeah? Like actual natural light in the films. Yeah? Do we agree? Like, you know, daytime light. Yeah. It needs to be like light coloured. It has to have a light palette. Yeah? Colour palette. Sure. No. We ne- yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. It needs to have a happy ending. Yep. Okay. And the subject matter needs to be light. Yeah. Quite light hearted in that sense. 
like yeah. easy whatever basically you don't want to watch a film about a toxic abusive relationship where the girl's basically held captive or you don't want to hear about maniac. like a neglected child like being robbed by two criminals really you don't you don't want to do that was kevin McAllister a neglected child yes because his really? parents left he, he was because of he a mistake was literally and figuratively neglected <laughs> he was he was every every <coughs> definition of the word he was neglected. They left him at home on a flight to Paris. Yes, because that is it was a mistake. It was a mistake. And you know what? When you want to be a make parent, mistakes. you know what? You want to be a parent, right? When you make that one mistake, I'm gonna rub it in your face. You think this ah, shit doesn't you happen? You think this shit doesn't happen? My um my ex, he's when he was four years old, right? Four years old. They left him at home, right? Dad thought he was with mum. Mum thought he was with dad. Right. He was trapped in the porch, you know. Oh, this, <laughs> wasn't, this wasn't even that. They just... Like... And he had to fall asleep with a rug and no one could find him, right? And his mum was like going mad. She's like, where's Chris? I don't know. I thought Chris was with you. No. Or was he with us? <laughs> Older brother claims that actually Chris was with them. At the first time. They're going mad. <laughs> this shit happens, man. It happens. So actually... I don't think he was neglected. But they were quite nasty to him in the beginning anyway. No, he was being a little shit. Yeah, but they were just like, they were totally like ignoring him. And then they weren't ignoring him. He was being a little were. shit. He wanted attention because, you know, people are around. He was just being well, annoying. Because apparently this family has 17 children. <laughs> They're all fucking cousins, aren't they? Yeah, but he ha- like, there's like five. There's five yeah. of them. Now, I was thinking about this five, right? And I think at one point, having more than three kids was seen as like the height of... Like, you've done it as parents, right? You've got mm. five kids. You've got the, you know, proper like, you know, you've got the middle kid. You've got the two elder. You've got the two younger ones. And it was just this like traditional kind of nuclear setting. Nowadays, five kids are like, what the oh my God, frick? What's wrong with them? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck were his parents doing? Because they are rich. I was literally about to ask that. So freaking rich. They and must... you never know. Oh my God. That house? Yeah. Is a palace. Yeah. And then... But as a kid, you never thought that, did you? But you just thought it was a Christmas house. he's taking them... To Paris. The, uh, the uncle mm. and the auntie and all their kids to Paris. And, he's, and they're paying for it all. Yeah, I know. He said Frank's, Frank's paying for it yeah. all. Yeah. So you can fork out for some pizza to the uncle who was really, really stingy. So Home Alone, about a boy, um, eight-year-old Kevin... No, no, Mc- not about a boy. About a boy <laughs> is with... Um, with uh, Hugh Grant, Grant. yeah, which one. is a really good film. Great Christmas yeah. movie. So Kevin McAllister, eight-year-old boy, gets left behind, and then he has to kind of protect his home. He's at the beginning of the film. He's quite selfish. He's very, very childish. You know, he just kind of wants attention all the time. And obviously, famous last words. He says to his mum, "I gone." What does he say? No, I, I don't no, know. No, you're the one that remembers the dialogue. Like, yeah, you know, and I know you. his line when he when they actually go. Yeah, he's like. I wish I didn't have a family. Yeah. I wish I'll just disappear. Is that what you really want, Kevin? Yes. Yes. I wish when I wake up tomorrow, you're not here. And then that's exactly what happens because obviously the Christmas... And then the there's Christmas, that great scene yeah. when he wakes up in the morning. And, they, and so, yeah. so the wind knocks down a power line, which mm. knocks out their alarms because mm. no, no one wears a watch or anything. So nobody has an alarm set on their watch. Hey, it's a 90s. Uh, People wear watches. They probably didn't have the digital ones uh, at that time. In the 90s. This is 1990. Um, they missed their flight. No, they're no, late. No, they, missed, they don't miss their flight. They're late for their yeah. flight. Uh, they rush out of the house. Everyone's yeah. going crazy. Kevin had to sleep upstairs because he was rude to everybody. 
uh, and they rush out and they count the wrong kid. They count like the neighbor who came past and yeah. through this stuff. He came and counted him. And they go off and they're like, yeah, we've got everybody and they get the plane. And then Kevin wakes up. Hello? Mom? Dad? Where Buck. are you guys? Buzz? Uncle Frank? Hey, where are you guys? Surely after the first time yeah. you said something. Nobody's, nobody's home. And then he nobody's goes Nobody's home. And he goes, I made my family disappear. <laughs> he does the terrible does, eyebrows. Does that eyebrow thing. That, yeah. Uh, you know what? This was it's such a sad story, you know, about Macaulay Culkin, isn't it? I mean, at this age, he was great. He had a really bright future. And then the drugs happened. And then the divorce of parents happened. I and think then it's quite funny now. So, yeah, he's, he's, doing, he's doing stuff again. Yeah, he is. But I mean. He has another Culkin. Yeah. Kevin Culkin? Yeah, he's in, oh, I watched something recently. He, he looks exactly like his brother. Like, they look so similar. He was, but Macaulay Culkin was the man mm. from this from this movie. Yeah, like he was the ultimate child actor. And this is, no, this is another bloody example, Kieran isn't Culkin. it? There's no bloody example of how like Hollywood fucks up child actors. Look at Lindsay freaking Lohan, you know? Yeah. Look at Britney Spears, who, by the way, did an amazing job in How Mate Mother. Do you remember when she's a receptionist? And she's yeah, hilarious. She's so good. So... I love that montage scene when he's just like eating everything, jumping the house, out of bed, does yeah. the aftershave and he puts his dad's aftershave on and he's like screams that famous mirror scream. And then, okay. So the so mum's on the plane and she's like, oh, I've got this terrible feeling we've forgotten something. Mm. And dad's like... Till this day, my, mom, my brother claimed that's a true feeling that all mothers have. I was like, well, that's bullshit, isn't it? But then dad's like, that's probably fine. Yeah. And he's like, you know what it was? It was the garage. I left the garage open. We'll call the neighbours and we'll go and close it. And then she screams, Kevin, because she mm. realized, you would have gone back to on your kids before then. You'd have gone back to see them. Don't know. Yeah, but then these parents are dicks and they're being. They're not neglectful. dicks. They just made one mistake. And what did you no, do? No, no, no. Yeah. You'd get on the plane and as soon as the seatbelt sign went off, you'd be like, how is, you know, hey, everybody, how is everybody? Are but you rushed? Like, you're sitting down, you're all good. She didn't do that. She sat there drinking champagne and then realized because of her instincts. That was one thing though, because all the kids sat in coach and the parents sat in first class, didn't they? Yeah, that's not yeah. that weird. Is that not weird? I, I didn't find. I was like, yeah. oh, so that's not weird. No, but you'd go right, back and okay. see them. Hmm. Um, anyways, yeah. so sort of parallel to all this, we see uh, Marv and what's his, what's the other one's name? Uh, Harry. Harry. Harry and Marv. Now they dress up as cops. This is amazing. Great, great scene. So and amazing, that was, and that was really like. Establishes, establishes everything that's about to happen. As well, really it smart. It didn't like stitch it up. Freaking hate exposition. We yeah. all hate exposition. And this was not exposition. This was excellent. So Marvel, no, it wasn't. Yeah. So they dress up as cops and they come into the house and they go, oh, you know, we're just making sure everything's fine with Christmas. Lots of presents. We don't, you know, we didn't need anybody to watch. Oh, we're, oh, big family. Where are you guys off to? Oh, we're going to Paris. Oh, when are you oh. off? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, all oh, right. And he's just got all the information now. Really? Freaking amazing. I wonder if there was a crime wave of... Uh, People dressing up as police and going around talking to people. I don't know. Would you have done it? Maybe if I was in the right frame of mind for that. Mm. Uh, I, thought, I thought you'd always been in the right frame of mind for a bit of criminal activity. Burglary, bit of, burglary, bit yeah. of I'm not talking about bacon eggs. <laughs> uh, and then they go around. Why would you be making this an innuendo? <laughs> well. Um, and then they go around and they start robbing places, but they know that the McAllister's place is the... Is, they call it the Silver Tuna. Yeah. That's the one. Because these guys are so friggin' rich for whatever yeah. reason. Uh, and they're sex traffickers. A bunch of stuff sort of happened. They try <laughs> a couple of times. Because <laughs> they're sex traffickers. That's why they're neglectful. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, could be. Or drug dealers or yeah, something. You never... uh, and then 
they try they try a couple times mm. and it doesn't work because he pretends that everybody's home again and it's he's a very clever kid. Mm. But then the the climax of the movie, the main bit. So when I always find it funny because when when you think of Home Alone, you think of the section where they're trying to break in mm. and he's stopping them. Yeah. That's only like 10 15 minutes max. Yeah, but it's awesome. But in my head, mm. that's the whole movie. Well, it is. It's like Cuz that's that's everything that everything, everybody's waiting yeah, for. Absolutely. So he 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 overhears them saying when they're coming back mm. and he goes home and plans booby uh, why am I but, telling why are we telling people everyone knows yeah but he's, he plans the whole house for the booby trap what does he say he goes I need to protect my home or something he this is my house yeah. I plan to defend it that's it oh, that's so good yeah. and that scene he runs home and the alarm, like the, the bell chimes and he knows what time he has to prepare. Mm. And the whole montage starts with him unrolling the blueprints. Yeah. With like the kitty drawing all over. It is so sick. It is. It's brilliant. And like his actual ideas are fantastic. Oh, when yeah. he like sm- he puts a um, glass ball. But also these guys are like mentally challenged. Oh yeah. They're like dumb. Yeah. yeah like yeah. they are dumb. But, but the- <sighs> But where he puts, and this is, I think, really effective, like putting the glass bubbles underneath the windows. Fantastic. So that should be a security system everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everywhere. And it's then, but like, he ices the stairs mm. and he has the nail, Tar, like the hidden the nails. nail. And he drops the iron on his head and he heats up the um, door handle. Yep. <laughs> Everything is smart. But I love Kevin's character arc. Yep. Yeah. So he's really selfish. Like, he's like, you know, he can't do anything for himself. Remember when he literally yeah, can't yeah, feed yeah. himself? And then they're like, oh, you're not even a kid. You're eight years old. And he's old enough to eat, eat like feed himself, but he just can't do anything. Eight is pretty young. To feed yourself. Yeah, but like... When you can't make yourself bloody cereal. That is ridiculous. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. But then what they the hell were you doing like, at AJ? Like making him pack his own suitcase and stuff. Yeah. You're eight years old. You should be able to do that. You're in what, your... Get a job, kid. You're in your four, eight, isn't it? Yeah, that's fine. Eight. That's... Like, yeah, they're still really little kids. What the hell were you doing at eight years old? Being crap, obviously. Well, I was being a kid. You were being shit. Enjoying my childhood. Your mum and dad go, no, what are we going to do with him? I wasn't left home alone. <laughs> what are we, gonna do? we can't leave him home alone. He's too stupid. <laughs> Anyways, his character yeah. arc wasn't that good. It was because, A, he's just like, like... He didn't know how to do stuff and he did know how to do yeah, stuff. But he's, yeah, but he Sick. does shop him himself, which I love that shopping scene. I think yeah, it's brilliant with the coupons. Yeah, yeah. I've got a coupon for that. Um, yeah, how, how are those TV dinners? I'll give them a whirl. <laughs> and, you know, he's by himself at the dinner table. Not because he was eating ice cream and stuff in front of yeah. the TV page. You the pizza. Yeah, and then he sits by Keep himself. Keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> I saw, Great scene, I too. saw, um, what was it? I saw someone's Christmas jumper saying, Merry Christmas, you filthy. Yeah. I was laughing my head off. That's from the second mm. one. Yeah, and then, yeah, so when the family come back and stuff, like, you know, he appreciates them. I think the better, well, I think the better, sort of the the flip side of the whole time that he's doing all this, and this is all the fun stuff, Mm -hmm. him stopping these criminals. At the same time, his mum is doing doing everything she can to get back. And then she meets the trumpeteers. Yeah, John Candy, and she gets the truck back. They're trumpets. They're they're like a polka band. Yeah. And they get the, they get this like she sits in the back of this truck all the way back, but, but her story was because she felt so bad for having spoken to him and they because they got mm. this fight. It was kind of like the whole thing was a redemption thing for her. Yeah, and because she traveled she, for 
three days straight. Because he said, all we need to do is wait for the next flight out. And she goes, I can't just sit waiting. I need to physically need to do something. And then they can't even raid, arrive at the same time. And she's like, and yeah, but- the joke of it, yeah. yeah. but still, like, you feel like you're actually physically doing something. So yeah, that's not a neglectful, that's not a neglectful parent, mate. That's just like someone who's made a mistake and is deeply, deeply sorry. Neglectful parents do not give a shit. Yeah, and neglectful parents end up like doing it more than once. Hey? Like it usually happens more than once. <laughs> You're a twat. So, yeah, like, more than they, once, yeah. If they decide to fly to say like Florida mm. and then they lost him again. Yeah. Then you'd start to be like, maybe that is neglect. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe if they didn't say sorry, but they do say sorry actually. So there. And oh, okay. if they so didn't if you do, do that. Wrong and say sorry, yeah. it's fine. So if you shoot someone in the face and be like, sorry, try it's it. not murder. Just try it. It's still murder, yeah, but try so it. So it's still neglect then. Still okay. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's less murder. It's manslaughter then if you say sorry. No, it's not. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's not the rule. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. But I have to say, that scene when they reunite yeah. and they stop and look at each other because they had this big fight and they go and hug, that's like... I like oh his little God. frowny face yeah. when he's all like pouty. And then he turns into a big... And 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 they hug, it's like really, really sweet. And then the family come in arguing and loud. And you know what? When I was a kid, I desperately wanted a dressing gown because I didn't have one. Oh, yeah. Because I was a neglected so child. Hey. Yeah. So I was um, like... And then I love it. The whole thing is so nice because the whole scene is so beautiful and he sees the shovel guy out the mm. window and it's all lovely. And then it just finishes with, Kevin, what did you do to my room? <laughs> with Buzz. Yeah. Um, do you know that scene where he climbs up the thing and he breaks the shell? Yeah. He finds a picture of Buzz's girlfriend. Yeah. Do you know who that was? Who? That was Buzz. That was the character that oh, played yeah, Buzz. Oh, yeah, he was like play, up, as yeah. a girl. Yeah. Because they it, didn't want to have yeah. anyone be like, here's the ugly girl. That was good. Um... Yeah, but that's we've talked about this before, haven't we? Like, imagine being yeah. cast as a fat, ugly as the girl. Fat, ugly one. Yeah, it's horrible. What are you gonna give it? I would give it a a star. A star, mate. It's, it's, it is ultimate. Hands it's down. It's got the Christmas the decoration. Best. It's got the music. It's got the snow. It's got the just that kind of like loving family atmosphere. I it's got the like storyline. You made a really good point. There's no exposition. Everything that happens. It leads up to it on yeah, purpose. It does. Like uh, even when they're they're robbing that other house, yeah. And the dad calls and leaves an answer phone message because yeah. they thought that the family was still there because he yeah. saw the party that Kevin put on, and he says, "Hey, we're still in Paris. Can you just go and check the thing?" And they hear that message. You go, "Hey, we're back on the water bandits." That's what they were called. Yeah, the wet bandits. The wet bandits, and that's their trademark by leaving all taps card, on. Yeah. <laughs> that's how like they get caught for everything the, the, the <laughs> bit that annoys me it annoys me every time oh the sleigh no that was good that was good oh was you mean team. because the door was where in the Whoa! middle no the door's Whoa! in the middle yeah. of the hallway and then the I stairs inside that. yeah because that that's okay me. for you but you're gonna call them neglectful parents go on go on, go he on. did that he did that when he was being neglected he couldn't no, hurt himself no, he, anyways no leave it because you know he, you're um, wrong he Goes through all that stuff, yeah. all those <clears throat> pranks and all those traps and stuff, and all that stuff happens to them. And then they go through all that, and he gets caught at the end by them anyway. Yeah, and then I was he, a little bit like, gets, oh. and then he gets saved by the shovel guy, yeah. which I know was like another thing because he was scared of him before. But it was like, oh, it kind of felt like everything he'd done in the house was for nothing. Uh, actually, you know what? The other scene I love <laughs> is when he puts the spider on his face, <laughs> and then Harry, spider, and then. Uh, Harry or Marv, I can't mm. remember. Smacks him with the crowbar. <laughs> that was really oh, funny. on the nuts and like everywhere, yeah. And again, cartoon logic because he's still alive and with he, no broken nose or anything. And we, well, yeah, they Can you imagine a the fr- of, fr- Like a blowtorch to the head. But when he shoots <laughs> him with the BB gun, he sticks his head through and he's like, hello, and blasts him in the, in the face with a BB gun. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> it is. It's mad because if you think about the injuries that they would have actually faced. Oh, yeah. I mean, they would have had facial fractures, pelvic fracture. I mean, yeah. N- there's no way they would have been alive. Anyways, I give it a star. A star, it's a star, the best, a star. It's the best movie, hands down. We are done for this year. Can you Holy believe moly, it? we've done it. This is we've episode number 26. Yes. And it's the last for the year. For 2017. It's been an eventful year. Weird. Because we said we were going to do a year's worth of things. Yeah. And if we do another 26, yeah. it'll be 52. Mm. So we're actually exactly halfway through. Oh, well, there we go. Midway break. Um, unless, we, unless it gets super successful and we keep going forever. Making our 14 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> How much money have we made so far? Is it like two pounds or something from Amazon affiliate? I don't think even that. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I don't use it anymore. I've stopped putting it in the episode description. Scott, I'll put it back. Scott puts it, does his work stuff through it. Oh, good. No. Not fucking okay. doing anything for us, is it? Um, so, we are going to have a break. We're going to rest. We're going to relax. We're going to watch some movies. That we want to watch. We want to watch rather than we have to watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think we will announce our next movies before we release it. We'll yes. do a little video or something about yeah. it when we come back. We will. And when we do come back, we're going to have a new style. Yeah, we've got a new, we've got a new little couple Layout, of ideas yeah. that we're going um, to add to this and see and how trial. they go. Um, but have a wonderful it's, Christmas. It's been a good year. It's been a great year. Thank you for all our regular listeners. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. We hope you've enjoyed. Go back and have a listen to the ones you haven't heard or yeah. listen again to the ones you have heard. Yeah, just um, Tell your you friends, please. Like we have, let's be totally honest now, it's Christmas, the holiday season. We have lots of episodes that are doing really well and probably like maybe six or seven that are doing worse than the others. So go back and listen to some of those. I'll even, later I'll tell you which ones are yeah. doing so well and we'll get you to listen to them. But just, go just tell your friends. People might like it. People might not. Who cares? Get you don't even have listen. to listen to them actively. Just you can just, just press play. Yeah. Um, but... Merry Christmas. Merry have a, Christmas, Have Cameron. a lovely ho- holiday, everybody. Yeah. Um, if you're not religious or you don't celebrate Christmas, enjoy some time off. Enjoy some time with family and friends. It's one day off where everyone has to be off. National holiday. So go do something. Do something yeah. fun. Have a drink. Have a beer for me. Have some food for me. <laughs> That's why I'm fat. Yeah, pretty much. Um, right. No, but have an amazing time. Yeah. Instagram us. Facebook us. Twitter us. All of that. Yeah, Homework Club Pod. And as always, email us at thehomeworkclubpod at gmail.com. Merry Christmas, Cameron. Merry Christmas, Shannara. See you next year. Ho, ho, ho.